Assalamu alaikum my friends my name is Fazal welcome to Injil for Muslim podcast Allah Taala has given the Injil Sharif to be a blessing and guidance for all peoples including the Muslim community Inshallah these lessons will guide you to understand the word of God which Allah has given through Isa al-Masih The Injil for Muslims podcast is especially designed for those from Muslim families who want to learn more about the Injil Sharif Please listen closely as my friend Dr. Daud teaches. Our prayer is that you will learn to love Isa Al-Masih with all your heart, soul, mind and strength as you listen. Assalamu alaikum my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Injil for Muslims podcast. In our last episode, we walked through Matthew 1 verses 18 through 25 which told the story of the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. In that story, we, we find Ma Miriam alayhi salam had become pregnant by the Holy Spirit, and her the man she was engaged to be married to, Yusuf, had some doubts, as any man would if his wife became pregnant out of wedlock. So Yusuf was deciding that he would secretly put her away so that nothing bad might happen to her and that he would move on with his life and as he was considering those things an angel a farista uh, came from jannah to uh, yusuf and appeared to him in a dream and told him not to fear because the child that was in the womb of hazrat mary alayhi salam had had been born by the holy spirit and the angel the angel told him that this child's name would be isa because he would save his people from their sins and then the the book of Matthew Matikian Gil gives this beautiful prophecy from the old testament reminding us from Hazrat Yesaya alayhi salam that there was a prophecy 700 years earlier that there would be a, a a virgin would become with child and have a son and his name would be Emmanuel which means God is with us and in that way was the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih when we talk about this when followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih and Muslims talk about the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih and the person of Hazrat Isa al-Masih there's often confusion and disagreement about this one term that comes up the son of god when we look at the story of the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih many of these confusions are dispelled but let me let me go back and look at two ayats of the Quran so that we can see why is there confusion about this point in the Quran in surah al-jin that's the 72nd surah the third verse it says and exalted is the majesty of our lord he has taken neither a wife nor a son in this ayat we see where the confusion often comes from between followers of hazrat isa al-masih and the muslim community over this question of the son of god over in this ayat there's a there's an idea that about Allah taking a wife about God taking a wife and all of us when we hear that idea we think it's just a crazy idea how could the almighty the creator of heaven and earth the one who sits enthroned in heaven how could he take a wife he's beyond all things he's above all things he he's majestic in the heavens and when we look at the story of the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih we see nothing about Allah Taala taking a wife honestly I agree with this this ayat of the Quran. Allah Taala has never taken a wife and he has never had a son through that sort of physical relationship that a husband has with a wife. And that's what this ayat of the Quran is talking about. Let's look at another let's look at another ayat of the Quran. 
This is from Surah Al-Anam. This is the sixth surah of the Quran and the 101st ayat. It says, how can God have a son when he has no consort? How can God have a son when he has no consort? The word consort, we don't use very often in the English language anymore. It means wife. It means a spouse. So the question that the Quran asks is this, how can God have a son when he has no consort? So the, the question of this really comes down to, how can he have a physical son if he has no consort? The first thing I want to say is that when followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, when they begin to talk about God having a, a son, they do not mean a physical son. We do not mean that Hazrat Isa al-Masih was born out of a physical union of Allah Ta'ala with, some, with any woman. That's blasphemy. That idea is haram. It's a hundred percent false. It actually offends me that many people think that I believe that because this teaching is so far from the teaching of the Injil Sharif. It's so far from the teaching of the Torah Sharif, the Zabur Sharif, the Injil Sharif that we need to just say that that idea is false. God has never had a relationship with a woman. That's not what God does. It's out, it's outside of his character. And so when followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih use the term son of God, Ibn Allah, what they mean is they mean a spiritual son. Why do followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, why do they choose to use this term that Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the son of Allah? I just want to go to the Ajil Sharif. And I'm going to only look at four verses, but I will tell you there are at least a hundred ayats of the Ajil Sharif that use this title, son of God, for Hazrat Isa al-Masih. And for us as followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih, we don't stand in judgment over the word of Allah. We don't stand and look at the word of Allah and look through it and decide which parts we like and which parts we don't like. We don't, uh, we don't abandon any of the word of God because if God has given it to us, it's good. It's a good book. It's a good revelation from him. Instead, our responsibility is to receive the revelation that Allah Ta'ala has given us about Hazrat Isa al-Masih, to receive that, to believe it, and to follow it. It's a foolish idea to think that mankind can think better about the Word of God than God can himself. Again, when we use this title, Son of God, for Hazrat Isa al-Masih, in no way does anyone mean that Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the physical Son of God. Instead, this is a spiritual term to describe who he is. So let me look at just four ayats from the Injil Sharif that show that Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the son of God. The first is in Matthew 3, verses 16 and 17. When Hazrat Isa al-Masih took the pakusul, he went immediately up from the water. The heavens suddenly opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a, like a dove and coming down on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. At that time, when Hazrat Isa al-Masih took the pakusul, and we're going to talk more about the pakusul very soon in our, in our episodes on Matthew, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And so we see an evidence from Allah Ta'ala himself that Allah Ta'ala himself gave this name to Hazrat Isa al-Masih. Let's look at a second ayat. This is in Matthew 8, verses 28 and 29. When Hazrat Isa al-Masih had come to the other side, to the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him as they came out of the tombs. 
They were so violent that no one could pass that way. Suddenly they shouted, What do you have to do with with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? This ayat is very interesting because it shows that the demons at that time recognized who Hazrat Isamasi was. The budru that was inside of these men, they, they recognized the authority and the power of Hazrat Isamasi, and they also gave him this title, the Son of God. Let's look at a third ayat in Matthew 16, verse 16. So far we've seen that Allah Ta'ala himself called Hazrat Isamasi Ibn Allah. The second we've seen that the budru, shaitan, the the, the jinn, they were even calling Hazrat Isa Masih, the son of God. Now we're going to see that the disciples of Hazrat Isa Masih recognized him as the son of God. In Matthew 16, verse 16, Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Hazrat Isa Masih responded, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. Hazrat Isa al-Masih told his disciple, Simon Peter, that this revelation had come to him, that Hazrat Isa al-Masih was the Son of God, that that revelation had come to Simon Peter from the Almighty. Now, the last thing we're going to see is that Hazrat Isa al-Masih called himself the Son of God. In Matthew 26, starting at verse 63, when Hazrat Isa al-Masih was on trial near the end of his life, the high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God, tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said it, Hazrat Isa al-Masih told him. But I tell you, in the future, you will see Ibn Adam seated at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. In that ayat, Hazrat Isa al-Masih was talking about the majesty that he had in in his coming as the Son of God. And he gives himself a few other majestic titles in that ayat that we're going to talk about as we uh, as we move further and further into the Injil for Muslims podcast. One other thing, I'll just add one more, is that even unbelievers called Hazrat Isa Masih the Son of God. Look with me at Matthew 27, starting in verse 54. When the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Hazrat Isa Masih saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they were terrified and said, Truly this man was the Son of God. And so we see, uh, we see over and over again that Allah Ta'ala gives a voice from heaven declaring Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the son of God. Shaitan recognizes Hazrat Isa al-Masih as the son of God. Hazrat Isa al-Masih's disciples recognize him as the son of God. Hazrat Isa al-Masih called himself the son of God. And even the unbelievers, the, those who are, were outside of the people of God, they called Hazrat Isa al-Masih the son of God. And if all these peoples were saying, Hazrat Isa al-Masih is the son of God. And if the Injil Sharif testifies more than a hundred times that Hazrat Isa al-Masih should be called the son of God, then who are we to say that we should abandon that title? And what I want to show you to start is that there's a misunderstanding between the followers of Hazrat Isa al-Masih and most of the Muslim community over this idea of Hazrat Isa al-Masih being the son of God. No follower of Hazrat Isa al-Masih believes that Allah Ta'ala took a wife and through that physical union with a wife had a son. That seems to be the assumption of the Quran, that that is the way that Allah Ta'ala would have had a son. Instead, just as you saw in this story about how Hazrat Isa Masih was born, Allah Ta'ala by his power 
put Hazrat Isa al-Masih in the womb of Hazrat Marim alayhi salam by the power of the Spirit, that this was done without any sexual relationship, and Ma Miriam alayhi salam maintain her virginity until the birth of Hazrat Isa al-Masih. I hope you found this episode helpful in explaining why we use this term, Son of God. We use this term, Son of God, for Hazrat Isa al-Masih because it's a term that's used over and over in the Injil Sharif. This title, Son of God, indicates the closeness that Hazrat Isa al-Masih has with the Almighty, has with God the Father. And I know that in future episodes, we're going to have to talk more and more clearly and have more and more discussion about this term, Son of God, and what it means. Allah Hafiz, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. I want to welcome you to continue this conversation of learning from the Injil Sharif. And in particular, I want to give you a challenge. If you want to learn about the Injil Sharif and to really learn this book, I want to give you the the Injil in 90 Days Challenge. The Injil in 90 Day Challenge is simply this. You can easily read the entire Injil Sharif in about 90 days. If you read just three chapters a day, it'll take you about 15 minutes. You may have a lot of questions. How do I get an Injil Sharif? What do, where did the Injil Sharif come from? For answers to your questions, I want to direct you to our website. Go to injilformuslims.com. That's I-N-J-E-E-L, the number four, muslims.com. Injilformuslims.com. And you'll find answers to all those questions and more. On that website, you can also find ways to contact us directly with any questions or in any ways we may help you. Allah Hafiz, my friends.